0: Hey, hey, hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GT Podcast, you're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for, but we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's
1: a performer. Hey,
0: and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist, mm. and we're here to give you our professional,
1: professional, professional review on Drag Race UK. Season three. Season three. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the g and Clink. Talk. Hi. Well, hello. Hi, what? how are you? I'm well, how are you? Uh, Good. Great. Let's just say good. Now, we're at top four already. Does this mean those are the semi-finals? Well, last time we had a top four in UK, the next week we also had a top four. Do you remember Ellie Diamond was uh, dragged through to the finale? But was it still the finale? the semifinals no there was a semifinal and then there was a, a finale yeah so th- this this is not the finale episode it's, it's a kind of you know it's a conventional normal episode I guess we're having the finale next week Rolled so, around quick.
0: So then this is the semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. So we're episode eight, the semifinals. Our top four is Kitty, uh-huh. Vanity, mm-hmm. Ella Vidae, and Crystal Versace. Yes. Now the thing is, the winner of this season gets an all-expense paid trip to Hollywood, and they have to create their own digital series with the producers of RuPaul's Drag Race. Which is what Viv and Lawrence got, isn't it? Yeah. Who lift
1: would be good viewing to be completely honest i if if i were to put my money on one of these girls it would probably be uh kitty to be honest
0: yeah that kind of seems for me to be the clear one because even though a day is doing really well Ella day she just she's quite the introvert i guess and it, I, de-
1: it depends what the show would be if it had like this fly on the wall component then Kitty would definitely be the best candidate. But Ella's Ella's got a great sense of humour. She's quite dry. Um, she's you know, she's a bit awkward, but she's funny. Vanity's got a great personality. I don't I don't I, I don't think Ellen Ella's that much of a character that can carry it off.
0: I don't think she's a Vivian, I don't think that she is a Lawrence Cheney. I think it's only the last couple of episodes we've actually heard Ella's voice. Uh, to be completely honest. And she does shine when the cameras are on, when she has to perform. Mm-hmm. But outside of it, it's quite... She's quite reserved. I think the producers she, yeah. are
1: making her speak up a bit more now because there's less queens there. Well, do you know, I speaking of queens speaking up and creating TV... I heard something interesting the other day. I was watching um, a little compilation of clips from when Roxy Andrews and Nasha Lopez, I think Jay Ressence Hall was there as well, were at Roscoe's Tavern yep. doing a viewing party. Yep, 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 I saw that. Ro- Roxy had some loose lips and she was spilling the tea. It was very, very fun to watch. But Nasha said something really interesting about how um, early on on season eight, Dax exclamation point and Layla McQueen were both pulled to one side by producers and told that they were not projecting enough personality and they were not creating enough reality TV, which interests me a lot because they are one of a very small uh, proportion of queens who face a double elimination. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it makes me wonder, like, was that similar for Honey Mahogany and Vivian Panay? Was it similar for Charitha and River? I don't think it could, because Charitha was a great talking head. River was sweet and mild-mannered but she was funny too but i think the producers want a really specific form of interaction and drama don't they and some girls give it and some girls don't and if you don't you're in, da- you're in danger you endanger girl if you don't play by the producers rules mm. like more
0: often than not you're out and i don't understand why they asked um those two decks and was it vivian penne uh, it was it was Dax and Lily McQueen. Dax and I, I don't Mahogany know why they asked Panet. them to speak up because Pearl said nothing, didn't she? She Pearl. was just this handsome-looking guy that was just like a, a well, zombie. You said, it. You said that it was just a zombie, just hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna smoke some weed. There's
1: something I, on I, my I d- face. I don't know. Like I, I definitely think any anybody who's in Drag Race and is in inverted commas a cute boy. And um, they want them to stick around because, let's face it, the one of the main um, demographics for Drag Race is Thirsty Queens. I mean, Cameron Michaels.
0: Cameron Michaels is another prime example of someone who didn't speak, who actually... Who is actually actually known for turning off when the camera's turned on. Yes. The queens have called her out on it. Even RuPaul said it one time saying that you don't talk much when the camera's on. And she's just saying that she's a bit reserved. How come she didn't get that treatment? How come she got to have a double elimination and then
1: stayed all the way to the finale? She got quite far by being huge oh definitely i think cameron was definitely favorite i think pearl's a little different i always found something intriguing about pearl um and i think pearl had a good plot line in the sense like she was the girl that wouldn't really play the game you know she talked back to rupaul um she she didn't give what they were wanting her to give in the you know when they wasn't that the first season when they flashed up pictures of them as babies. Yes. That, you know, that was specifically because, and I'm I'm adamantly convinced of this for very cruel reasons, because they knew that Pearl had had trauma in her upbringing, and I think they wanted to dig it out of her. And it didn't work? It didn't work. She didn't play the game, and more power to her. I, like, I felt proud of her for not playing into it. I mean, this is
0: reality TV. And I say reality because there's inverted commas up there. there. Now, we've got our top four queens. And then I'm thinking about the, the first impressions that I got from them. When I talk about Kitty Scott Claus, I really enjoyed her in the beginning. She's a singer, dancer, actor, host, comedy. I remember she said that she was everything. She's great personality. I thought that she was what I think to be british drag consummate all-rounded Just,
1: entertainer yep yeah. yep yep
0: like first and foremost host and performer yeah. but she just had that personality that can just make a drunk man shut up and you know <laughs> that can just really really hold her own hold her room's attention like up a stage and I, I saw think. Vanity Milan she was this this young black dancer mm-hmm. full of sass and she was just like you know I'm here on period she's a dancer her mom's a dancer mm-hmm. her husband does her drag only doing drag for one year mm-hmm. I think she sold
1: Herself as a performer, a performer who does drag. Yeah, yeah but who's yeah. a drag queen? Yeah,
0: yeah. One year, one year. That's probably why her drag looks cheap. I don't think
1: it looks. I think it's unfair. Well, to say that it you all should looks ask
0: cheap. um Kitty because Kitty comes for her a lot for her drag and her plastic <laughs> wigs. We've got Ella <laughs> day She's from Dagenham East. um, Who, who is just who? I don't, I don't know how sold I am on her because she's only just.
1: Arrive, I'll be honest, she's only just arrived for me. Okay, that, that's fair enough from your perspective. I um, think she started to shine around the time of the Girl Group Challenge or perhaps sooner. I thought she was when, was... when was Drag Lex? That was after it, wasn't it? The Girl Group Challenge, I think, she started to come into her own. I, I think she stood out in BDE. So the Girl Group Challenge... And Snatch Game what else? Um doo-doo-doo. Girl Group Challenge, definitely Snatch Game. I think like even it, it obviously nobody won anything in Drag Lexa, but she was one of the more tolerable performers in that um I, mean, I like her looks i think her looks are polished I, I i do get what you mean you know she's not some like standout larger than life personality but she's she's a really solid drag queen who i think has performed solid she's never been in the bottom yeah yeah i just just that for me she's only just arrived
0: and those are the two performances that i remember of her so i guess she's
1: just like turned up on my radar quite my, recently my point is i guess is that the girl group challenge was what episode three so she's not just turned up
0: well, she's come and then gone, and then you don't remember her, and then she's done another good performance. But she's just not – like, Cheritha May's already gone. She's gone for, what, an episode. We're now two episodes without, that, without her. And she still has made more of an impact to me
1: than most of the queens still here. Well, Cheritha was a very special queen. I think we can agree on that, can't we? She She was charismatic. She was hilarious. She was unique. She had a great point of view. Her humour was fantastic. She was simultaneously shady and self-effacing. And
0: she's someone that could hold a documentary. That could that could hold that would be a so something. You know, she, she could Please a get digital Mardavar series. Mardavar or Charitha would mm. be something that people would want to watch. So Ella, a, she's our consummate professional. She's done the West End. She's done the tours for thirteen years. She is trained like she's a professional mm. performer. Professional. Professional. And I'm just waiting to see a bit. More, I'm 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 wanting more. I'm wanting more because if you're working in the best theaters and you're touring and Wicked, Book of Mormon, Fame, those are huge shows, and I I I just expect
1: someone of that caliber to just be a tarifa Yeah, I mean, I see what you're coming from. There is this contrast between how how she performs at times and how she looks on paper compared to kind of like her personality i guess but there we go maybe that's something to enjoy about her because of versace when she
0: walked in oh my god she was that she was as stunning in red she was a, a walking filter but that was just her face i mean could you imagine could you imagine standing next to her and what season did they bring in um, HD, Aja? Season oh, 9. Asia, see, yeah. Could you imagine the <laughs> Season 9, standing next to her, Aja? Oh my gosh. I'd, I'd quit drag, but she's 19 <laughs> years old from Kent um, with these huge tits. She's um, she wanted to be a makeup artist and then found drag. And I remember her selling herself as not just an Instagram queen. I think it was Vanity Milan who said, "Are you an Instagram queen?" She goes, "Don't put me in a box. I'm a performer. I'm not just a look. Yeah, I'm a performer. Yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to win." She was actually quite like. She had instinct, colour instinct, like, I'm here to win. Yeah, give me that crown. And <laughs> Catchphrase day one, I'm here to win. Yeah, you know, you know, 101, right? Catchphrase 101. Mm-hmm. But she has been
1: quite good, quite consistent. So, um, yeah, I guess, but, you know, if we're coming back to this idea of who'd carry a show, she's a fabulous queen, but could she carry... A show on her, I mean, like a a a, a series, a series on her own. I'm not, Again, it depends. What what form does that take? You know, we could see her doing lots of interesting things. I'm just not sure it'd be like lols. If you could replace one of the top four, who would it be, and who would you replace them with? It's a really tough question. I definitely, I guess, I miss Charitza the most. So you already... That's the point that you would bring back. Or Victoria, but maybe Victoria's a moot point because she injured herself. Yeah. I just think Victoria would be here if she were here. Well, no. Yeah. No.
0: Why not? Because she, we don't know what she can do with all the challenges no, presented, going, so we, we can't say we're going that. going with, with the sense that we no, 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 no. We can't play that but, game. But I am. I can't am. play that game. Oh, st- this person would have been, been she... still been here. What, over the last six episodes, she would
1: have been amazing at this, this, this No, no, no. You, you don't know what she can bring. And So that's a mute point. I'm giving you my opinion. I think, like, it would be Victoria Theresa. And who would you replace her? Really, really tough, because... I liked Kitty from the beginning. I feel like she's earned her place. Um, Ella is super talented and she deserves to be there as well. Crystal adds something different because she's a young fashion queen. I do think she's been favored a little bit, but she is fabulous. And then you've got Vanity, who's amazing. She's a fantastic lip-synker, but she does have the worst track record. So if you're asking me to, be, to put on my, my drag race kind of maths hat kind of vanity is the least deserving to be there on the top four it pains me to say that though because she's earned her place by being a fierce lip mm-hmm. Uh the only one, other one i would perhaps push out and maybe it's, this is my taste in drag queens i love a comedian i love a singer um i love a girl who can host a room so fabulous as she is i might push crystal out in favor of like treat or um, Victoria, how about you? That was a tough question. Thanks for putting me on the spot there.
0: I would bring back Charitha May or Charity Case.
1: Oh, Charity as well. I think
0: oh. I would probably bring back Char. No, you know what? I bring back Charitha. I bring back Charitha and replace her with someone similar who's Kitty. So I'll take out Kitty and I replace her with Charitha because I don't okay. think Charitha should have gone home. And I don't think Kitty should have won last week. But what do I know about fashion? Can we just talk about last week's um, confusion? Confusion. I still don't understand. I try to rewatch that episode. You know, before we podcast so waiting for you because you're at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> I'm not lying, everyone. He was at McDonald's, which is why Would the. You like to tell them
1: why I was at McDonald's because he was hungry. I finished and, work um, at half and seven I and he needed something to eat.
0: Because I'm on a diet. <laughs> that's why that's why he went to McDonald's because I'm on a diet so he was like you know what I'm just gonna help you out by eating McDonald's which so I secretively ate just, in the car so I didn't have be in front it, of right you now. Um, but that was really frustrating and I still don't understand the fuggly pageant because when it was ugly they were like oh no look at that it didn't fit properly
1: it was it looked too bulky
0: but isn't that kind of what
1: those critiques to vanity is, were bizarre I like all I got from it is that we didn't fully understand it the girls didn't fully understand it and the judges didn't fully understand it so it was really confusing it was just the it
0: was the is just you you know to, Bring whoever they wanted to to the next episode and get rid of whoever they wanted.
1: Yeah, mm. because I oh, just... definitely it was it was it was very agenda driven episode. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm still confused by it.
0: So we've seen the beginning part of the episode. We're recapping. We say bye to Scarlet, who was assassinated, and it was actually assassinated it by really Vanity. Vanity smashed it. it. There was blood. I saw blood. <laughs> there was blood. Um Let's I, saw, I saw a nurse, there was a stretcher involved at one mm, point mm. um taking her out. It's it was really unfortunate scenes. But it was a really good lip sync. It was fantastic. It so was yeah. for me, I think it's the best lip sync that was seen. After seeing this lip sync, I would be shook. if I was one of the queens backstage, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, oh bitch. And now, I'll tell you what my thoughts would be because the discussion was brought up when they came back. We'll just um, I'll, I'll kind of w- we'll weave that in, okay, We're we'll set by to Scarlet. Kitty's got her first badge, and she is proudly letting everyone and their uncle know. She's letting the cameramen know in case they weren't on the shift. How did you just clock in? Oh, by the way, I want a badge. Uh, yeah. Cool. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, just tell everyone behind the scenes some um, and catering. Tell them I don't want a badge. <laughs> um, and Then they there's a discussion who they think is going to go home. Um, vanity seems to be the obvious choice because she's got the worst track record, but then uh, vanity combats that by saying, Well, you know what, I got to where I am because of my lip syncing, and who you know, would you guys want to go up against me? And then we see Ella showing a bit of teeth there and saying that I wouldn't be scared to go against you. Now let's just talk about that. Cause I would be scared. I, I think if, everybody should be. I would be scared if I saw her doing all of that. Um, Cause it wasn't just dancing. It was like, she felt, she felt the music. Oh, she did. She it was the, it. it was the musicality. It was the performance mm. um, that really was like, Oh shit. She, she knows the song like like Darian Lake she listened to this when it was on CD yes yeah. when it was on your Sony Walkman yeah she was listening to this and so i would be scared to go up against her in that genre it was it was in very that vanity. genre so really yeah it. if if i was if it was for example if it was Vanity Milan against Ella Day and the song was something quite theatrical I wouldn't be scared because Ella's theatrical train. Ella would win. But Ella should be scared if it's a R&B hip-hop song against
1: Vanity. It all, for me, comes down to the genre. The show has been known to show its favoritism by chucking a certain genre into a certain pairing, hasn't it? Yeah,
0: but it was such a good lip-sync. Mm. It was such a good lip-sync. It
1: was really now, good. It was amazing.
0: Vanity, I think we had a discussion before. Vanity... Um, Who was it? Uh, Kitty says that Vanity should go home. I feel that Vanity has this... There's two types of people. There's people who try to... I want to use the word bully. But they try to appease their bullies by showering them with praise and saying, Hey, you're amazing, even though you're mean to me. And then there's there's the other side of there where people are like, do everything they can to take their bully down. Now, I've seen... Kitty come for Vanity a few times, more than it, yeah. a few times, and when asked on the main stage who has your favorite outfit, Vanity, even if even if you thought Kitty had the best outfit, you do not say her. She's come for your drag so many times, but she did say she goes, "Oh yeah, um." Uh, kitty kitty has the best outfit this is what i like you should have you should have gone against everything and said someone else beside you because again she came for you straight away after this episode and now i bet you're regretting saying that she had the best drag up there i
1: I guess what i might say to that is that we're, we're seeing snippets of their interactions and i'm guessing there's a lot more goodwill between them than we're being shown because it's not great tv to see lots of goodwill between drag queens we like to see the bitchy moments don't we i don't believe that tom i think that
0: we get to see everything that happens <laughs> i think that in this one hour episode they've captured a week this is real time so yeah, yeah. so i think i don't want to talk about <laughs> i think i know exactly what i'm saying <laughs> thank you very much let's talk about the next day in the matchy challenge the matchy challenge this week the queens have to overact in the year's lowest budget sci-fi blockbuster bra wars the empire collapsed back so they <laughs> need to play larger than life characters as they battle evil aliens from the dark and deadly death bra so, now i'm i'm assuming there's a lot of puns going on here uh-huh. i've not
1: seen a single episode of star as you mentioned star, last week,
0: star wars
1: star wars yeah i was gonna say
0: space wars most star of this wars. is
1: based on star wars puns so obviously star I, I, wars the empire strikes back everything's just flown right over me i don't I don't I don't understand any of this, but I'm sure that you'll educate me. Well, I'll do my best, obviously. I think most of our listeners are probably gonna get the references, so I'm not I'm probably not gonna have to go over it loads. The the character's a Barbarella. Now she's the stunning air haired commander. So she's the only one who actually isn't a Star Wars character here, because she's based on Barbarella. I don't know. But maybe it. the outfit will be more Princess Leia. We'll see. We've got she three po Based on C three PO.
0: The sassy robot assistant. Yeah. we got Dark Shader, who's Duff. Darth Vader. There we I know go. You do know it. Leader of the Dark Vampire. And then we've got Baby Yolo. Yoda. Who's uh, Baby Yolo. Who's Yoda? Yoda. Who's Borella's yeah. babbling alien baby boy. Now, because Kitty won, Kitty gets to assign the roles. Now, Kitty has done what I have said every single podcast. Mm-hmm. She made them audition. <laughs> <laughs> which I which I thought oh, I was like the audacity, but I was like, yes. She, she made it exactly. the kitty show in a she very did. entertaining
1: way. I loved it to be honest. Girl, she Especially the bits with accents.
0: The confidence. The con- you know, this is what winning does to you, doesn't it? It gives you, you know what, I, I'll take charge here. I wanna do so. I want to make you all audition. And she did. <laughs> what I love is that she made them do her accents and the specific moment with her and um it was vanity and uh, so she asked Vanity yeah, yeah, yeah. to do to see a line and different accents in Irish and then West Country and it then sort of Scottish Cornish. Didn't it, it just for me, just it all sounded like her Snatch Game character. It just it was all <laughs> Jamaican and different styles of Jamaican. And I was just like and she's just doing the same accent over and over. Now I'm not one to talk because I am. I am known for not being good at accents. Oh, don't do yourself a disservice. I think service. I think I'm okay, but people are like, Bolo, what was that?" And I know <laughs> I could I could tell you one moment I had an audition and I went to audition for Mary Poppins. Um I wasn't auditioning for like I just I just wanted to be an ensemble. Mm. Because you know, I wanted to be in a lot of the the dance numbers, the step in time, step mm-hmm. in time and I wanted to be in Supercalifragilistic. Kind of I would just, have been super I fun. wanted to be yeah, I wanted mm. to be in an ensemble. And then, um, so I went there. I I sung my I did the dance audition, and then I sung my song. And then they said, "Can we get you to read?" And um, because I wasn't uh, auditioning for a role, yeah, I didn't have to read. <laughs> so I was really shocked. They're like, oh, c-? I was like, "Oh, um, uh, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll read something." They, they wanted me to read. Um, was it Burt Burt, the lead, yeah, the, the lead Kon- guy, Dick Van Dyke. The con is—they yes, asked me to read for Bert. Uh, I was like oh no i was like oh wow they they think i'm good <laughs> I, was, I was really excited and then i had to read um they had to read the the script you know cold i am not good at cold reading oh it's
1: very difficult it's i very am difficult, not good at cold indeed. reading
0: and i was like oh god oh god oh god mm-hmm. and um so i did it and then they said okay cool now this time can you do it with a cockney accent and i was like I didn't know what a Cockney accent was. <laughs> I didn't know. I've,
1: Cockney, like, oh this is in New Zealand. I don't know what Cockney is. So Little was, did you know that you'd soon be immersed in Cockney accent. I, I didn't
0: know. I was a like, Cockney? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the first thing that came to my head was like a rooster. So do they want me to act like a rooster? Like a cockroach. Yeah, like a cockroach. Right, so I was, like, right, no, no, no. I was okay. like, that can't be it. They're not going to do that, <laughs> would they? Because like there's been dance auditions where they've said to me, I want you to act like um, that uh, this app. Pool. Is a snake <laughs> and, I want, okay, and I want you to dance Like you are um, Trying to seduce that snake I've had These are the, the silly things That you get asked to do At like some dance auditions Or they're like No I want you to um, To walk across the room But I want you to feel like You are a leopard And I want you to feel like You are looking for your prey And mm. you've just seen it And you're approaching it oh, yeah. So that's the kind of things I'll ask you on the dance audition So when they said Oh I want you to give a Cockney accent I was like do they want me to? Do-, <laughs> do they want me to act like a C- cockney? Can you give us a sample? I, I well because in my, I was battling with two thoughts in my head. I'm like, no, that, this isn't a dance audition. No, they they want me to act It's an accent. So I was like, what's a cockney accent? So I was like, you know what, the movies from England. Maybe they just want an English accent. So I did what I thought was an English accent, and then yeah. after I I read. <laughs> they looked at me. They said, "Great, now can you do that in a Cockney accent?" <laughs> I, was, accent for us, I was just please? like, "Oh!" And I'm like, "Oh, my God, I don't know what else to do." <laughs> so then I tried to give like
1: another kind of accent, and then after that, they're like, "Thank you, thank you for reading." That that's enough for today. Thank you. Thank you. We'll
0: call you. I got in, but I didn't get that role. But I didn't expect that. I didn't. I
1: wasn't going for a lead role. I just wanted to be on ensemble. So the, the interesting part in all this is that you've actually acted as a accent coach before to your sister
0: well yes because that was jamaican and like my sister vanity that's the only accent i can do (laughs) (laughs) that's the only accent i can do so can you give us a
1: sample no 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 (laughs) i'm
0: getting getting flashbacks i'm getting flashbacks Uh but this is what accents do i'm not the best with accents but i thought crystal's
1: accent was pretty good what accent was she going for in my mind it was shrek Oh, yeah, she did a kind of... Sc- <laughs> like, why were they doing Darth Vader as Shrek? A Comedy. Comedy.
0: <laughs> now, these are how the roles are assigned. Kitty and Ella want a Brabarella. Of course, the two actresses, the two trained actors... Well, I don't know if Kitty's trained. Hmm.
1: She does a lot of acting. Yeah, she's, she's, she's an actor. So you
0: say you're an actress.
1: So they both want a
0: Brabarella, but Kitty's got Barbarella. Ella day has got Dark Shader... Maybe
1: YOLO is Vanity, and then She3Pho as Crystal Versace. They're, seeming to, they're trying to create a bit of a Kitty versus Ella plotline this episode, definitely. They even make it explicit, and it's like, she's my nemesis. It's the first time we've ever seen them being like this. But I guess, you know, they, they probably see each other as having similar skill sets. Um, and they probably see Vanity and Crystals having different skills to them. Yeah. So it is it is quite fun that they're going to be the adversaries of the piece. It's very,
0: very natural to put yourself up against someone with the same background yeah and the same training i mean drag race down under we saw scarlet go up against electra mm-hmm. immediately they're like oh you're a dancer i'm a dancer then they were nemesis what from was that that moment. Noise? there was that like Koom. tension tension certainly like lion king god <laughs> oh. uh but we do know that ella and kitty are the professional dancers you know that's not
1: professional actors this plotline was supposed to be for ella and veronica of course they would have. They, they could have made a lot more of a meal of it. Because they're both specifically musical theatre. But they've kind of shoehorned Kitty into this role.
0: No. 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 No, no, I think this is exactly what they wanted. Ella and Kitty are the professional performers, acting and singing. Vanity's the professional dancer. Crystal is lovely. pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: She's pretty. She's got good makeup and that's where we are at the moment.
1: Who do you think's going to smash this? Who's Who's got this for well, you? Ella and Kitty, but I'm ready to be surprised by Vanity and Crystal. Um, you know, we know that these things aren't always the best written, and it's up to the girls to elevate pretty tragic material with their performances. So I'm rooting for all of them to just give it their best shot, frankly. And, and there it is. That is the truth. The The writing is
0: always going to be garbage. I dropped a
1: tooth brom, frankly. I mean, can- brom.
0: Canada, Canada's
1: last one, Screech, Screech was it? Screech, yeah.
0: For me, was one
1: of the best we've had. It was okay. Either period. The thing is, yeah, that when they do things, when they parody things that I do enjoy the original source material, like when they did American Horror Story Coven... I always get, like, tragically disappointed because my expectation is that, oh, I'm going to really enjoy this. It's going to be funny. It's going to be a fun, clever parody. I don't know why I think this. Like, where do we get the idea from? It's going to to be a fun, clever parody. And then, like, it turns out to be an absolute dog's dinner of a script. Um, And I I love Star Wars and I, I get the source material. So let's see what they make of it. No, we're gonna just combine um, the rehearsals take with the final product. It's what we do. It's what, what, we, what do. we do. Yeah. What makes more sense with the other? Uh, is there anything in the workroom that you think is, I think, a mirror moment? Well, they had a, th- there were some interesting discussions. I don't think there were any profound moments that taught us a lot about any of the girls, but there were some interesting topics about sort of like uh, being out in public and drag and the sense of safety that the girls. Don't always feel either for fear of kind of ignorant homophobic violence or the kind of drunken sexual assaults that people. This is in drag, or just upon them being gay. I think it's a bit of both, but particularly drag queens as entertainers are treated like pieces of meat that are just some commodity to be groped at times. So I think it is important that the girls remind people that there are boundaries. I just think they're just complaining
0: about nothing, really. <laughs> if I pay for a ticket to come to one of your brunches, it is what it is. It's fair game. Don't you think,
1: Tom? Can't lead them on. Yeah. <laughs> can't lead them on and cry rape. You can't lead them on, can they? <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. Uh, but no, yeah. No, 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 no. On a serious note, I think I think it's great that they 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 discuss this because it is important, you know. I thought, like, when, when Kitty was talking about some drunken... Um, hen party girl kind of groping her crotch and stuff I thought that was gross I, I mean drag queens say that they hate hens parties don't they they say that I, th- I think you know the boundaries there for everybody for men and women yeah yeah, and everyone now, in between
0: Van Lady had a moment that I just was like so annoyed at <laughs> she's like people touch my padding and they say oh you got a nice padding she's like that's my ass <laughs> I felt like really triggered for some reason <laughs> do you feel like
1: she's directly assaulting you I was
0: like I, oh can't relate next mm. I was like you know that, that's a nice problem to have really <laughs> If I if someone could find my ass, please let me know. You've got a lovely bottom. Please, it's on the side of a milk carton, and they're missing. <laughs> um, no, but that's 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 kind of the the whole gist of the episode. We can go straight into the star bra wars. We'll come back
1: to the runway, but we'll um, we'll talk about bra wars first. It makes yeah. more sense, right? Now,
0: we're going to be judging the acting, remember, acting is a matter of taste. This is just our taste, the way that we're going to be judging this. This is our right and our wrong. I feel like I'm doing um, Dragula. Art is subjective. <laughs> art is art uh, yes. Yeah, blah, 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 but blah. But we have certain
1: criteria that we do expect
0: it to what do you to fulfill. What do you look for? Before we get into this, what are you looking for in these um, quality, professional script writing, <laughs> producing, and acting, Tom? If they
1: can raise a few chuckles from me that they've done their job, if, if I'm entertained... They've done their job. If they can elevate it beyond the tripe that they commit to to the, the pages of those scripts, then I'm entertained. There's four things that I generally look, generally look for. Okay,
0: one is make me believe you. Mm-hmm. It's believability. Yeah, if someone's getting shot, do I believe that you're getting shot? things like that if, if if you're falling down a we're cliff talking, do i believe that you're falling down a cliff
1: oscar-winning performances here really are we it's like oh yeah yeah she really gave me kind of you know But well, when it comes to vanity. believability
0: it doesn't have to be an oscar i have to believe that you are that character if, yeah. if you say that you're horny i need to believe that you're horny
1: that, that makes more sense to me yeah well, but, It's the same thing. I'm just saying that you need to be believable. Well, I guess in my mind, I was thinking like, this is more comedy than drama. There aren't many people falling off cliffs. Yeah.
0: That was just an example, Tom. (laughs)
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Another thing I'm looking at is vulnerability. (laughs) And vulnerability is the same thing that I say. Some people are too scared to look ugly and they hold back because they don't want to look ugly or they don't want to go out of their comfort zone. And so what you see is someone who's just frozen and it's not giving you a real performance. There's nothing raw. And I think that's another thing that people need to... Don't be afraid to look ugly. Don't be afraid to, to... be a character that isn't you
1: or how you want to be portrayed. I'm looking for a layered and nuanced performance. I want to see complexity. I already asked you what you want. Why are you adding? What, what, what? This is an improv. I'm, I'm being facetious. This is, this is a yes and. I'm being facetious. It's a silly It's a silly sketch. I'm just looking to be entertained.
0: Number three is I want <laughs> to see if they're listening. <laughs> Because acting, part is of acting is reacting. 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 Yeah. Yes, Tom.
1: That's smell, it. Smell the fart acting.
0: And I want them to make the words their own. I wanna I wanna believe that these are your words and they're not a script. If you can do all of these things, then you're doing a great job on the acting forefront. <laughs> Thank you for that
1: masterclass. I look forward to seeing how you rate these girls. Well,
0: there's never going to be a good
1: time with was <laughs> Drag Race. I'm just giving you a... Uh, this
0: is generally what I look for. Okay? Now, let's go on. We've just seen Bra Wars The Vampire claps back. Clap yes. back. <laughs> clap back. Um, I, look, let's just start off who with who I feel was a standout. Okay. Um, Kitty Scott Clause. I think Kitty's just a solid actress, isn't she? Kitty is, for me, the winner. Because solid performance, campy. She was so yeah, good at overacting. she was really good. She was really entertaining. She had that commitment to her character. And she was just there the whole time. She was committed with a cam, Committed with the silly. Committed with the stupid. She wasn't afraid to look
1: dumb or ugly. No, she completely got what was being asked of her here. Um, you know, if I'm thinking of things to nitpick at the judges might criticize her for slipping into Gemma collins yet again um there were bits that, that i'm sure would Gemma collins clips, but that would have been there in the script she obviously wasn't making up the script and she was probably required of her to deliver it in a Gemma collins-esque fashion but um i i thought she was great she was super duper well done her very entertaining very camp very silly she did exactly what was required of her i'm, I'm gonna say now i didn't think anyone was tragic that's it. Yeah, I thought. I, I don't for, think any for an acting challenge. This is pretty solid.
0: Yeah, the writing was silly, but with the material, they, the they embraced the material. They embraced the material. They embraced the material. Embraced my face. Um, now, for me, that's my winner. It's an obvious winner for me. When I look at the the next three, it's 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 quite. I find it hard, and I'll tell you why. I actually
1: think Vanity Milan did a very good job. I agree with you. So, I mean, she was a classic head-in-a-box character, but we've seen Queens win with those characters before, Darian Lake. Your uh, mother scrubs docks in hell. <laughs> Tyra Sanchez, King James, nay, Tyra Sanchez.
0: Oh, Ellie Mae.
1: <laughs> but we've also seen girls struggle like vivacious. Your mother scrubs docks in hell.
0: Or the one where they, just re- where they just removed the box, yeah. and she's just
1: there like they did her crickets. Dirty. They clearly used the worst take crickets. Yeah,
0: but Vanity did a great job. Um, she she delivered fine. the lines, and it's it's really hard because she could only she only had her face to work with, which on the screen is good because the when it's obviously they'll have a a close-up roman close-up so every movement of your face is amplified mm-hmm. yeah um but i felt like she was believable in her character and her lines she looked confident in her lines i i don't really know yoda but i i, I do know that um the voice that she did
1: was trying to mimic a bit oh, of yeah, the she was, she's going for something vaguely Yoda-esque yo- ask and Obviously Yoda speaks in that sort of sing songy backwards way. Um I, I thought she was really dynamic with her face. You know, she she drew she drew attention in a good way. I yeah. I was really, really pleasantly surprised by vanity. I thought she was fab. Next up, let's talk about Ella. Ella, um we saw return of the Mystic Megway. I thought when she um when she popped up, the whole thing with the muffled speech and the pump behind her. That it really made me funny. laugh. That actually That's made me good. laugh. I thought she was committed. I thought she was every inch a campy villain. Um, I thought she was fun. Fam- like, again, nitpicking. Was her performance slightly overshadowed by Kitty's? Maybe, maybe, but I still had a lot of fun watching her. I don't think she was campy enough.
0: Maybe she Is held it- back a little or something. I don't think that she was as campy as a camp villain can be mm. this is, yeah like if you're the villain you are the and you're a gay villain if you're a villain on drag race you should be big you should be large and i really felt like she was performing most of the time in a box in terms of her the physicality, and I didn't see much
1: grandeur. You like to see more
0: dynamic, like you know, you know, the flip of the cave most of the time. The whole like ha ha, ha the shoulder mm. shimmies, the hands together like Mr. Burns or Simpsons. <laughs> their face, the the variations of the face. I really didn't see that. And I, I thought that as a villain, that's something that
1: you would can but the hell up. I, so yeah, I, I, th- I guess maybe if I'm playing devil's advocate, Darth Vader of all villains isn't actually the most out there or flamboyant villain. He's very kind of like silent but deadly, man of few words. Um, so maybe, she, maybe she's going for that vaguely. So, sort of, but then now is not the time to. To go for the, the kind of silent and mysterious type character, you've got to be, you, got, you want to be scalator basically, don't you? You need to be out there and flamboyant. Um, nerdy fact, the laser beam noises that came out when, you know, when she had lasers from her boobies, that sound effect is the same sound effect as the Decepticons lasers in the Transformers. Oh. In the 80s series. Thank you. Just, my ears really pricked up at that.
0: Uh, a little trivia for yes. uh,
1: people. Well, yes. we'll test you later, everyone. It's the same noise that I tried to imitate when I was in the playground. Ella's acting was solid. You know, it's
0: it's this, It's so sad for me when you have expectations. And I don't know, am I holding her to a higher expectation because she is a Probably we are. Performer. Probably.
1: Probably, but I... D- Converse with Vanity, really. Vanity really pleasantly surprised us. Yeah, well, that's always going to be the case, isn't it? Whereas um, Ella, you know, might have fallen slightly short of her expectations, but she was still fab. Now, Crystal, for me, also was solid. Crystal was the one who is portrayed as being most on the struggle bus during rehearsals. And she was, she was really honest about the fact that she struggles with memorising lines and reading lines because she's got dyslexia. But she clearly worked hard at it and came out on top. There was, a, you know, there was obviously there was a moment where Michelle gave her pure inspiration and just really changed her worldview you know what told, it's,
0: it's it's like you don't know you never know which michelle visage you're gonna get when she's one yeah. of the directors for the um the commercials or the
1: the productions to, you? today it was the michelle massage who might as well be one of those you know those instagram pages that are just all the inspirational quotes she was that Michelle. she, she was that like, one that Michelle.
0: she she was she was like a literal meme instagram account she was like you're trying to be perfect
1: well let me tell you something. There's no such thing as perfect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, look at that. Let it and, be written. And like, Banner, uh, Crystal's world was changed yeah. in that moment. <laughs> um, and she's never looked back. Yeah, and um, she's the winner of this week's challenge. She's though. going to be on the stage this week going to be like Do you know what, Michelle, you taught me that I can be rough and ready. Crystal's, the crystal, the thing is, um, Crystal for me was fine her performance in the end was was great i mean she got the c-3po mannerisms okay yeah c-3po's got that kind of like prissiness and that that kind of mannered um english accent um and so she got that down she's clearly seen star wars she knows who c-3po is Uh, but it's like c 3 P ho. was she ho enough yeah, she was flirting Why don't with you
0: those plug Daleks. me in the air sometime? Yeah, yeah. Aww. She
1: was flirting with those Daleks. She was having fun. I thought she came good. You know, this. It's unfortunate this week because somebody has to be in the bottom two, but nobody really deserves to be in the bottom two. I don't think. When it comes to the rehearsals. Mm. The two that struggled the most was Crystal and Ella. Yeah. So do they, you think they're going to take that into account? They could use that in one of two ways. They could either give them the, oh, you struggled in the rehearsal, but you rose to the challenge narrative. Or they could give them the, yeah, you were just in your head, weren't you, narrative. And it really came through in your performance, actually there was two lead
0: roles and two supporting roles mm-hmm. yeah the two lead roles was barbara L and darth shader and the supporting roles was baby yolo and c 3 Ho. so when we look at the two lead roles kitty knocked out of
1: the park mm-hmm. ella for me fell short in comparison yeah fine I'm not disagreeing with you. It just—I think we really are splitting hairs, aren't we? Yeah, yeah.
0: Should we use the um, the
1: runway to see uh, if it makes any difference? We can. I guess the other thing is just because you were kind of—I spl- think it's quite a good way of splitting them, actually. Like the better lead role was um, was Kitty. The better supporting role was probably Vanity. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll be our our safe top winners this that,
0: week. That's how I'm going to take it. Mm. Now let's get into the runway because that might help us make up our final decision
1: runway category is scene stealers this is a fun category so it's basically inspired by some of your favorite movie costumes really isn't it so this is really fun category Um, Crystal Versace. this is stunning because the costume design from 101 dalmatians is amazing um obviously glenn close was cruel deville um a lot of the looks were inspired by Mugler or Gautier pieces um, to create this kind of opulent kind of executive, slightly futuristic boss bitch look, really. And this is one of those examples. I think, I'm pretty sure this is lifted. This is, I I recognize it. The kind of like zigzag monochrome dress is is one of, it's it's a direct homage to one of the dresses in the film. And she's got this sort of crimson scarlet fur as well. It's beautiful, it's structured, it's fitted. Um, she's got the classic Creole Deville, Daphne Guinness hair. Really, really beautiful. Did you know Glenn Close has a clause written into her contract that she gets to keep all the costumes that are made for her? So she's got an archive.
0: No. Yeah. No, I've heard of other actresses who have done that, who have put it into their contract that they get to keep all the costumes. It's written into her as a standard. Um, I mean, this is great. It's Cruella DeVille. And, uh, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. that just, just came to me. I'm witty. I'm, I'm off the cuff. That's kind of who I am. I'm always surprised with Crystal because I know that we know Cruella DeVille, Glenn Close, and all that. She's 19 years old. This for
1: her is ancient. <laughs> God, I'm I, all... I think she pro- so when she... was the live action film out? Like, probably when she was little. She probably watched it when she was little and fell in love with the character. I mean, I'm just... I, I think this is a stunning look. She looks rich. She looks
0: expensive. She really does. She should be on the cover of a magazine, so it's a tick for me.
1: Very much a tick. Ella of a day as an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> this is fun. Um, it's a very different... Obviously, she's gone for a whole different feel to, to what Crystal's gone for. This is silly. It's fun. It's camp. She's kind of She's kind of fashion Oompa Loompa, though, isn't she? Because she's turned those dungarees into a sort of, like chaps and pannier kind of cage skirt situation. Um which is quite fun. It's definitely got like a sixties feel to it. It's very you know, with the big hair and the go go boots. Okay. Um this is really fun. Yeah, I like it it's fun. It makes me smile. Yeah. I I can tell she's an umpa lumper.
0: I, I I can tell she's an umpa I I don't, I don't think I like it as much as you do. Uh, For me, it looks like, you know, those cheap tents that you put up. Or like a mosquito net. Yeah. what? not a mosquito net, like those cheap, like nets that you put out when you go to the park. Hmm. I just feel that's what it looks like. around her waist. (laughs) I, I I don't think that the
1: costume is like, is fashion. Didn't the Oompa have those funny kind of like, yeah, like triangular sort of panier kind of. Bits coming out of their sides. So it is. It is. She's taken a lot of inspiration from the original costumes. I think from the the original film. I know what she's trying to achieve. I just don't like the look. That's, that's fine. That's just me. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to so take it. I'll flick tick. it. <gasps> now the next
0: one is we have Vanity Milan, and she's um hellaberry inspired from Bep's
1: now, Yes, we have seen this done before in the quite recent past when Simone for her makeover episode. Well, she actually dressed Utica in a BAPS-inspired look, didn't she? But then Instagram, they had photo shoots of Simone. Simone and Shay, actually, doing BAPS. Um, I see what she's going for, because she's going for Halle Berry's, like, orange, like, catsuit, pantsuit, jacket combo, isn't she? The kind of light latex catsuit kind of thing. So she's gone for it. It's inspired by, again, you know, like like um, like Ella, really. You know, it's not direct direct copy. Um I like it. I think there's something about it that's just not... A bit off in some way. I can't quite put my finger on it. Am I just being mean and critical? It's like, you know, you see it on eBay and then you you get it in real life. It is a bit... I, I guess I wish in this case, because the original costume is so good, that I wish it was more of a direct homage than an interpretation because i think she would look better and more expensive with with pants. pvc pants rather than yep. any skirt and i don't think the original jacket kind of like had those kind of ruffles and things going on it, it didn't it the didn't. hair sculpture's great and she looks pretty and orange looks amazing on her i think again i'm just thinking like oh simone's just looked a bit more elevated and expensive but simone had like she seemed to have loads of resources and people loved dressing her yeah um, and also, everything always looks better on Instagram. It does. It does. Um, costume design was... Uh, wasn't it Ruthie Carter in BAPS, who did um, Black Panther as well? Ooh, I mm. didn't know that. Yeah, amazing costume designer. I
0: mean, your face looks pretty, Vanity, but... Her face for is me, always pretty. It's, it's a flick because and a, exactly a, what you said. Um, I'd, I'd like to see more of a, a direct inspiration and not a...
1: An, an off the cuff interpretation. I wonder why she went for a mini skirt rather than the pants, really. Um but I and I'm just looking at her on this runway compared to the other three, it's less elevated. Yeah. It's more pedestrian. Okay, cool. So you're flicking it too. Oh uh, yeah. We have Kitty Scott Claus, um from Titanic. So you actually you got this before? Because I was like, oh, am I a fair lady? And you were like, no, it's Titanic. Because that's an exact replica. Yeah. Except
0: for like, it was a proper skirt and she had like a, what do you call that kind of skirt she's got on? She's got an
1: overskirt that's, that's she, actually a reveal. That's a
0: reveal. Whereas on the movie, it was just a, a long it's dress. It's um
1: actually. But
0: then everything else is quite true to the original.
1: It is. So, it, yeah. Yeah. I think this looks great. It looks expensive. It looks like it's been made by a costume department. It's um, nice. She looks every inch the Edwardian lady. Yeah. Um, I believe I believe that she could afford a ticket in first class. I'll tell you this. Kitty's won this week. She's um, pretty in red hair as well. She makes a bit of a big deal about the fact she's wearing, but she's pretty in red hair.
0: This is definitely Kitty for the win. And if I had to choose a bottom, it would be, uh, I don't know, Ella. Ella will be in the bottom for me. Ella will be lip in against
1: Crystal. Crystal is the best runway there, though, easily. And also, it's a different silhouette for Crystal, and they'll give her kudos for that. But it shouldn't keep her out the bottom. It's so, so hard this week because... They actually all did great. But I think we're going to stick to our guns on our judgments of the performances, aren't we? Yeah, the, I, I bet you are they going to put Vanity in the
0: bottom. They're going to find a reason to, but I don't believe she should be. No. I know she, she has probably the... the she has um, our least favourite outfit, but I always put more emphasis on the performance.
1: I agree with you that Vanity I'm- should not be in the bottom. I think Vanity did one of the strongest performances, so she should be kept out of the bottom, no matter if we aren't the biggest fans of the own way mm.
0: i don't know it'll be for me ella and oh no ella it'll ella be, should be in the bottom with crystal with either yeah with with crystal,
1: the crystal even though crystal
0: you? was okay she was good but but if i'm comparing it to vanity's supporting role yeah then i'll have to say crystal
1: i was leaving it there Fancy should we, was fab she even have a look we have an interesting development. We do have an interesting development. Would you like to talk us through it? So, here we are. They're announcing the tops and the bottoms. Mm, mm. The uh,
0: the two who are called safe first is Vanity Milan and then Christopher Versace.
1: Which leaves us scratching our heads. What could happen next?
0: And we're like, what the hell is happening? I for sure thought Ella Vidae was going to be in the bottom, but they liked her um, stiff performance <laughs> and they liked her um, party city outfit. So I think they think that she's top um, up there with our Kitty's Got Claws. Basically, they're the top two of the week and they have
1: to lip sync for the win. But initially, they, you know, worried looks crept across their faces, didn't they? they hadn't Surely they so. must have been confident enough to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Something's happening. They're lip syncing to something new by Girls Aloud. Lovely gal. I Re- mean, can we just say production? Hi. They they wanted to see the Girls Aloud
0: tribute artist, formerly, who was Kitty. Kitty. They wanted to see her lip sync to Girls Aloud. The same way they got Cheryl Hole to lip sync in front of... Cheryl Cole. Cheryl Cole Fernando to her Spassini. song. Tweety um so it was just it was just like okay they wanted to see her lip sync to a girls Aloud
1: song girls Aloud fan that i am i can tell you that kitty was basically doing the moves from the video um mm-hmm. so you can tell you know she ha- she's got this up her sleeve she can do this in her sleep i think it's lovely they're doing a girls Aloud song. i hope th- i hope they mention a slightly sad note hope because sarah harding from girls Aloud passed away this year so i hope i hope they mention something at the end kind of like oh you know we miss you sarah kind of thing okay. obviously they didn't know that when they were filming this but you know I it want to go be to a nice the... Tribute to her.
0: I want to say, I'll tell you the lip sync. We've seen the lip sync. We don't know who's going to win, so we're going to talk about that now. I'll tell you who fought harder. Kitty fought much harder
1: in this lip sync because she had everything to lose. I thought it, Kitty got it because she had that girl's loud energy. She had that kind of like fun girl next door, slightly clumsy dance moves, but fun energy thing going on. Yeah. I, I loved what she... Hello is fab as well, but she was like trying. And she couldn't quite decide if she was being comedic or sexy, I thought. It was a bit like she was being a sexy on Palumpa, but then it's like, am I being a funny on Palumpa? Am I being a sexy on
0: Ella has this thing where she kept facing the back. She kept almost like, when you're performing on stage, you should always be bloody on. Mm. You should, you're always performing. If you're turning to the back, it's because there's something, It's it's everything's on purpose. She would turn to the back as almost like, okay, a uh, setup. As a, almost like a break set up for the next part of the lip sync, it didn't seem purposeful. It seemed like, okay, now what do I do? And I—that's—I I, mean, that's what you do when you're not a seasoned dancer or performer. And I didn't expect that from Ella. Maybe you don't. Don't say I'm expecting too much from her because this is like this is common sense for a yeah, a dancer. yeah, any sort of performer. The, the way really. she turned around all the time. It was. It's, it lacks confidence. You don't know what you're.
1: You're, you're not fully invested. You you haven't lost yourself in the music yet. I think I, we're in agreement that that Kitty's taken this.
0: I I feel Kitty's taking it because Kitty fought harder. I don't. I, I, also, I didn't see much of a fight from Ella. And then thought, I was like, Ella, how dare you say you can take on Vanity? <laughs> Vanity would have killed you, assassinated you, dumped you right next to Scarlet of the I think bins. Vanity
1: could have really taken this song as well. Vanity would have yeah. sent someone home this
0: this evening. Crystal would have gone home had they followed the normal um, structure and had a bottom two. If this was Vanity versus Crystal, I can tell you right now, Vanity would have, eating this up.
1: They did this format tonight to save Crystal. Well, you, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Like, It does feel like that's a very production-led decision. However, it is neat that it bookends the season. We had a lip-sync for the win at the beginning. Victoria versus Crystal. And we're having it again now. Then. So in some ways it feels planned. In some ways it feels like, well, Crystal has been saved here. Because, yeah, I agree. But not based on our critiques, but based on the judges' critiques, it would have been vanity and Crystal in the bottom. Yeah. Um
0: so he I'm not we saying go. that Kitty was amazing, I'll be honest. Um for someone who bread and
1: butter is touring Girls Aloud, I thought I'm just full of expectations. I thought she was fab. I really enjoyed it. And I know i know, Really? Girls I can
0: I can I can show you right now all the moves she did. This
1: yeah No 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 keep watching. This I don't think I don't think you and underst- this. I don't think you understand the appeal of Girls Aloud. The Girls Loud were about relatability. They they basically managed and dressed themselves for the first few years. They had like an endearingly shambolic quality before they got really polished. So they've always had like relatability and, you know, the girl next door thing. And I think she embodied that. They're not Destiny's Child. They're Girls Aloud. Destiny's Child are like, you know, shining goddesses of R&B pop. Girls Aloud. And they're amazing and they're beautiful. And I love them to the end of time. But they're Girl Next Door.
0: I'm sorry, but as a the, dancer and performer, you should be able to elevate um, the basic choreography that the girls allowed
1: did, which is not even two step. It's negative. It's going <laughs> into the negative steps, Tom. But, but what I'm saying is, she embodied the spirit, which is what I enjoyed, and I think she did a good job.
0: Like I said, I can show you all the moves she did in that lip sync. This, what's <laughs> we, uh, the gasp, hand over the mouth, the one handed bicep, but the Point over there, and then the walk and face and the the big lip
1: sync lips. That's what she did. I don't Tom. know if you're like deliberately misunderstanding me at this point, but that's the whole point of them. You can do those moves. They at got home. famous
0: from that one single talent. <laughs> that one single talent got girls allowed that far. Oh god, vanity. She won something. anyway. I mean, the winner is obviously um Kitty. Let's because, see what the judges think. Because Ella's performance was um. It was
1: lackluster. Let's have a look. Uh, double win. It was a double win. Um, what's we- going on? It's confusing because there was a clear winner for the lip sync, and giving Kitty a solo win would have leveled the playing field better. Um, because she would have been up there in terms of wins with with Crystal and and Ella. But there we go. The judges have made yet another strange decision. <laughs> if everyone's um, listening to this, I want you to watch back
0: and what I was saying about Ella. You'll see the way that she turns around. It means a lack of confidence, lack of creativity, and how to interpret the music and how to carry on dance. She didn't uh, know all the
1: words, actually. Girls she she all, don't know the words sometimes. But they so. still
0: gave her the win, So it just, I'm I'm confused. I'm confused because Elle of a Day is a great drag queen, but give credit when it's due. And for me, it wasn't due this episode, but that's just my taste. That's the, just
1: me. There we go. Um, we we have what we have. Now, even more confusingly now, yeah, they, they do the preview of next week and I'm thinking, right, finale episode now. We're going to have our conventional top four show-stopping performance, writer-verse, choreo, all that jazz. No, it's a stand-up set. Um, it's another episode, so I cannot, I, it's our second, I, I don't know what they're doing this season in terms of not eliminating girls, double eliminating girls, um, sending girls home when they've got a, a busted knee. It's, it's confusing to me. I don't know. I really don't know what they're trying to do. But anyway, we've got a roast next week with the eliminated girls as the audience. Do you see Charity K's? It's amazing. In I'm Green, just... witchy look.
0: There's a lot of performances happening in these last few episodes, isn't there? Which makes me feel that they really want Kitty Scott Claws to do
1: well. It's strange. I... It's a roast. I, I can see Kitty doing well at this. She's got a natural wit and sense of humour. But girls surprises all the time. You know, Coco Montrese won a roast. She wasn't known as a funny girl, even though she's super-duper funny and witty. She's not known as a comedy queen. But, you know, these girls can surprise us. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's another, for me, it's another
0: performance-type challenge. In mm. Queen's like Crystal, who was pretty, and Queen's like Vendory, who's a dancer... <laughs> I I see what you mean I see what you mean really trying to get rid of them they're like okay what's another challenge we can do to get rid of Vanity come on she's still here even Ru
1: Paul this episode I don't know how she's still here if they wanted to they could have made that happen this episode because their critiques didn't match our critiques of Vanity we thought she was fab they gave her mixed critiques they could have sent her home this episode if they wanted they could have put her in the bottom with Ella and made it a musical theatre song
0: I don't know. I don't know either, dear. I don't know. (laughs) UK season three, I mean... Let's just say... There's there's room for everyone. There's (laughs) some producers who are not talking to each other. Yeah. And um, they don't know what's happening. And it's all unraveling before their eyes because there's no communication going on. So no one
1: knows what's going on. All I can figure out yet is that, like, the double elimination cancelled out the previous double save... And this save cancels out Victoria's knee. That's all I can figure out. So everything's back to normal now. Everything's back to normal now. Everything's yeah. as it should be.
0: Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see how that goes. Uh, another episode done for UK season three. Next week should be the semi-final. So we've got two more weeks of drag race <laughs> next UK. Next week's to go. The
1: semi-final. We thought it was this week, but there That's we go. A, yeah, that, next week there'll be another something else that comes up. That'll make it a ten episode season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I that see you sounds there sounds right. Will I see you there? Uh, mm, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Maybe. Uh yes. I'll see you there. Or oh, make sure you all join us again. We've got Canada coming out in a few days, so we have. stick around for more of us talking about that. We're enjoying but, Canada
1: a lot and it's confusing us a bit less. Yes. Isn't it? Um I still really like their screech play. I want you to like Write an online review Or something of that Because you're really Enamoured with it
0: Because I really feel Eve was robbed You know Eve walks towards The mirror (laughs) She puts on her Foundation And you know Just thinks I I just thought it was Good writing I mean there's an intern If if no one knows this There is a new intern On Canada Drag Race Season 2 Who is doing Wondrous things With their camera Who's doing all these Kind of action
1: Blockbuster movie shots pan left to right they, close up they got a bit overexcited in last week's lip sync so we amazing
0: writing the writing for the play was one of the best that I've read I thought it was great and I think it's good anyway join us
1: next week and, and we'll join next us next in week. a couple of days for Canada
0: um, that's it for us
1: this is Bowl. and Dr. Tom we'll see you guys very soon lots of love guys see you soon